Good evening. First announcement I want to make is that in today's bulletin, you will find an update regarding the parish facilities improvement campaign. There is information about the newly remodeled gathering space at the former St. Mary of the Mount Rectory. You may also view a drawing of proposed renovations to the back of St. Adalbert Church, which will allow for those attending mass a place to gather before and after services. Welcome to Mary Queen of Peace Parish as we celebrate Pentecost. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and to anyone returning home to our parish community. You are always welcome here. Assisting us today are our lectors, Julie Shepard and Gregory Zelensnik. Our altar server is Paul Kufta. I am your cantor, Rita Porterfield, and our pianist today is Sarah Sinkmar. Our celebrant today is Father Michael Stumpf. And now let us all stand as you're able for the entrance procession and join with each other in singing our opening hymn, number 559, Come Holy Ghost, number 559 in your blue hymnal. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. Happy Feast of Pentecost, everyone. I should say a birthday for us, the church, um, and happy uh, weekend of Memorial Day. And I think because of that, our crowd is pretty light tonight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we gather, uh, we conclude the Easter season and celebration and with this feast that is really transitional of the mission of Christ uh, given to us, God's people, his church. As we begin, we, we know how much we must rely on that spirit to continue the saving work and mission and to pour forth his mercy across the face of the earth.
Lord Jesus, you lived, died, and rose to new life. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you have ascended to the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you send forth your spirit among us, your people, continuing your mission, your love. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sin, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, on earth peace to people of Gathering our prayers, let us pray. O God, who by the mystery of today's great feast sanctify your whole church in every people and nation, pour out, we pray, the gifts of the Holy Spirit across the face of the earth. And with the divine grace that was at work when the gospel was first proclaimed, fill now once more the hearts of all believers. 
through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Now at the end of the Easter season, we go back to the very beginning of the Acts of the Apostles in our first reading as we hear of the outpouring of the Spirit and the mission given to the church. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When the time for Pentecost was fulfilled, they were all in one place together. And suddenly, there came from the sky a noise like a strong driving wind, and it filled the entire house in which they were. Then there appeared to them tongues as of fire, which parted and came to rest on each one of them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them to proclaim. Now, there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven staying in Jerusalem. And at this sound, they gathered in a large crowd, but they were confused because each one heard them speaking in his own language. They were astounded and in amazement, they asked, are not all these people who are speaking Galileans? Then how does each of us hear them in his native language? We are Parthians, Medes, and Emilites, inhabitants of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Vigria and Pamphylia, Egypt and the districts of Libya near Cyrene, as well as travelers from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs. Yet we hear them speaking in our own tongues of the mighty acts of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the Our Lord, 
reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different forms of service, but the same Lord. There are different workings, but the same God who produces all of them in everyone. To each individual, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for some benefit. As a body is one, though it has many parts, and all the parts of the body, though many, are one body, so also Christ. For in one spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves or free persons, and we were all given to drink of the one spirit. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Come, Holy Spirit, send forth from on high radiance of thy light. Come now, Father of the poor, come, dispenser of all good gifts, come now, light of our hearts, supreme comforter. Beloved guest of our soul, its most desirable nourishment in the midst of labor rest, a cool breeze to temper the heat, solace in the midst of woe, oh most blessed life, fill the innermost being, the of thy faithful without thy divine strength no good dwells in man nothing but what turns to ill wash away every stain here again all dryness heal every wound make supple all that rigid, give order to things grown cold, strengthen every crooked path, grant to the faithful who put their trust in thee, the blessing of thy sevenfold gifts, grant us the reward of a virtuous life. A death which leads to salvation, to the gift of eternal joy. Amen. Hallelujah, 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 
Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked, where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them whose sins you retain are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Come, Holy Spirit, who beckons us to come as well. Come, Holy Spirit, who beckons us to come in transformation and surrender. Two words probably not attributed to the Spirit uh, so much within the biblical tradition or even our own uh, Catholic tradition over these centuries, but two words that strike me in my own experience of the Spirit of God among us, God's people, are transformation and surrender. Now, before I talk about transformation and surrender, though, I want to just put a little bit of a biblical context on this and the gospel passage that we heard proclaimed as well as the readings we hear proclaimed on this Pentecost celebration and weekend. So, in the gospels themselves, there is actually no account of Pentecost. Okay? Let me say that again. In the gospel accounts themselves, there is actually no account of the Pentecost, the pulling forth the Spirit upon the church. Now, there are, uh, in, in the, most of the gospels, some sense of a commissioning, right? In Matthew's gospel, we hear uh, Jesus say, I've come, now I send you. Go forth, therefore, and baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, uh, basically proclaiming to the world all that I have taught you, and I will be with you always. In today's gospel, we hear Jesus, and notice, it's not necessarily a Pentecost account, it's actually a resurrection account. This is what we heard like the second weekend of Easter, uh, just this past year, right? So it was the, the experience of Christ coming into the upper room. It's their first real experience of Christ after he died and rose to new life. He comes into their midst, the, the doors are locked, and says, peace be with you. And again, there's some sense of a commissioning, right? As I was sent, now I send you. And it says he breathed on them. 
whose sins you are forgiven, or sins are forgiven or forgiven them, whose sins you retain are retained. Right? And so there's a sense of a commission, but there's no Pentecost event. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, all four Gospels. Now there's ascension accounts, Jesus rising, but there's no Pentecost accounts. Fascinating. And yet, this is the moment that is the transformative transfer of transforming power of God through Christ Jesus and giving of the Spirit to us, God's people, and the church. And so there is accounts of the Pentecost event, actually in Acts of the Apostles and referred to in the letters of the New Testament. Gospels mostly about Jesus, Acts of the Apostles and almost all the letters of the New Testament about the church and how Jesus continues to act in the life and the mission of God's people because of the outpouring of the Spirit upon us, God's people. Now, that Spirit of God that is accounted through Acts of the Apostles and the early church is in the very beginnings and the birthing. And let me tell you, it's not always pretty. <laughs> right? We hear about the outpouring of the Spirit and how languages are heard and they experience speaking in their own tongues. But then as Acts of the Apostles go on, we hear about all kinds of successes and failures of the early church. Preaching and proclaiming, successful, many added to their numbers, and people saying to Paul things like, we'd like to talk about that some other time, right? right? Which happens as he goes to Corinth, right? So, so, so it's, it's full of all of these successes and failures. And if you account the letters of the New Testament, how Paul, mostly Paul, Peter, writing to the communities of the early church, many times as they're writing those letters, they're doing so about encouragement and prayer and, and, and the amazing things that are happening, but they're also talking to them about all, all the issues that they're having. The struggles, the difficulties, the discussions, the debates, the arguments, right? And, and so there's all of this early church stuff happening with the Pentecost event beginning it all and then launching the church forward into their lives, into the mystery of Christ's presence, Christ's action, Christ's love, Christ's forgiveness, Christ's mercy, and, and all the successes and mistakes that they make along the way. Come, Holy Spirit, right? And the Spirit says to us, come, surrender, come, fall into the mystery, <laughs> come, right? Uh, give of yourself, come, uh, be a part of this incredible mystery we call the church, right? Confusing mystery we call the church sometimes. And so that's what the Spirit of God does. It's not about uh, Christ himself, it is about the work and the mission of Christ happening in and through us, God's people, God's church, God's body, um, present here and now. Now, uh, just a little bit about Catholic teaching here and then talk a little bit more about uh, <laughs> a surrender, a bit of surrender. Um, so the Catholic church teaching has always been that the church as a whole, the whole body of the church, will not err in teachings of faith and morals, okay? That is one of the core teachings of our church because the Spirit of God is with us, that the Catholic church, Catholic Christian church, will not err in the areas of faith and morals. That doesn't mean that we landed on the truth 
about particular faith and morals immediately. Think about the early church, right? It took time in order to process things. For instance, one of the greatest controversies, again, of the early church, Gentile Christians, Jewish Christians. Do the Gentile Christians have to practice everything of Judaism or not? It's all through the New Testament and particularly Acts of the Apostles and all the debate. And eventually they came upon a truth, right? They came upon a strong teaching, a teaching that it continues till now probably. And yet it didn't happen immediately. It happened over process, mystery, living, church, faith, struggle, debate, right? So we will not err in the area of faith and morals, but that doesn't mean it doesn't take time sometimes to get there. The other thing is, how about the application of that faith and morals to everyday life and new situations, right? Things that Jesus never had to face. Things that the early church never had to face. What about the application of those faith and morals, right? We all know dignity of human life is like the most foundational point of, 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 of our Christian teaching and our moral teaching as a Catholic Christian church. And yet, how is that applied to each new place, situation? Okay, how, how is... How is the dignity of human life going to be applied to AI, <laughs> right? Artificial intelligence. Jesus didn't have to deal with that one, right? Crazy, pretty crazy. We, we all know that in many ways we are part of and are called to care for creation. How is that moral teaching applied in our day and age here and now? Those things are challenging. And that's why the Spirit of God is so, so important in our lives and in the life of the church. And oftentimes, again, we don't always know the exact answer, the, the right decision. We, we both, we have successes and failures and continue to in the life of the church, and yet we trust that we're going to land on eventually the truth that is the truth that comes from the Spirit and that is of God. And then when we try to apply that truth, that we hope and trust and pray that we're eventually going to apply it in a way that's going to be faithful to who we're called to be through all our successes and all of our failures. And the Spirit beckons us as God's people and church and the body of Christ today to come and to surrender. Surrender into the mystery, experience be as best we can, open to the power of the Spirit, do our work, surrender the unique gifts and talents that each of us have as the body of Christ to, to, to make that presence, that mission, that, that alive today, here and now. That's what the church calls us to, to a sense of openness, Surrender to the power of his presence, his love, his truth among us as God's people. So, in surrender, two suggestions. First of all, it sounds very simple, but the words and the prayer, come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. 
we should be uttering those words of prayer in our lives all the time, as the church always has been, and especially and as well the church today. Come, Holy Spirit. Actually, they're, they're some of the first words that come across my lips as I wake up in the morning, as I think about the day that's ahead of me, as I think about, oh, I'd like to pull the covers back up, right? <laughs> come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Powerful, powerful prayer of invitation and to hear the words of invitation as well. Yes, come, come as church, as the body of Christ. Second thing, just something kind of fun um, for those of you who are mu music fans. Um, for some reason, I have had a song by the band U2 stuck in my head. It's been there for a month and a half now, right? And, and that song, for those of you who may or may not be U2 fans, they've been around for basically four decades at this point in time in both the rock and the pop, the alternative scene of music. Um, there's a song from an album they released uh, in, I think, 2009. That the album is called No Line on the Horizon, and it's called The Moment of Surrender. The Moment of Surrender. And it's actually a song that was founded, actually based on someone who's struggling with addiction. But the song is a song that has poetry, um, written by Bono and two other collaborators from U2, uh, has poetry that can be applied to many things. And U2 is famous for, in their writing and poetry, uh, using very particular and explicit Christian imagery. And so he uses imagery in this song as well. But he talks about a moment of surrender for someone who's trying to struggle in the midst of the difficulties, the joys, the hopes of life, to try to find their own self-identity, make the right decisions within the context of life and love and surrender and themselves. And so just for fun, if you're a music fan, look up the song, Moment of Surrender. And if you have insight into the lyrics, you can share them with me, because I'd be really interested what your thoughts are. But it's a powerful song at the moment of surrender. I, 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 I fold to my knees. Um, and so it's a beautiful, beautiful song about surrender. And I believe that's what the Holy Spirit, as we call upon the Spirit, says back to us. As we say, come Holy Spirit, the Spirit says to us, Come, come follow the mystery of life, love, your gifts in surrender. Together as God's people, we call upon our triune God and say, I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages. God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things are made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. 
he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Trusting the power of the Spirit in which we can unite ourselves with Christ and call upon God as Father, we bring these needs and prayers of petition. For the church, that we may truly be filled with the Holy Spirit, inspired to fulfill each one of our vocations to build up the body of Christ, we pray. Come, Holy Spirit. This Memorial Day weekend, for all who have selfishly served our nation, especially those who gave their lives, that their sacrifice may be honored, we pray. Come, Come Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. As we conclude this Mental Health Awareness Month, for all those who struggle with mental illness, that they may seek and find the support they need, we pray. Come, Come Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. For all those on our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray. Come, Come Holy Spirit. Spirit. We go forth that the church may come together in unity to care for our common home with concrete action, we pray. Come, Come Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. For all of those who died in our parish community, especially Michael Douche, Edward Nath, Stephen Lutig, and Elizabeth Wesolowski. May they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Come, Come Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. We remember today Ernest Miller and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts, we pray. Come, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Calling on the loving intercession of our patron and mother, we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Please join us in singing number 902, O Breathe on Me, O Breath of God, number 902.
pray, sisters and brothers, my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands to the praise and the glory of his name, for our good of all God's holy church. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that as promised by your Son, the Holy Spirit may reveal to us more abundantly the hidden mysteries of this sacrifice and graciously lead us into all truths. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right, just, our duty, and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For bringing your Paschal mystery to completion, you bestowed the Holy Spirit today on those you made your adopted children, uniting them to your only begotten Son. This same Spirit, as the church came to birth, opened to all peoples the knowledge of God and brought them together in the many languages of the earth in one profession of faith. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land and every people exalt in praise. We join the heavenly powers with the angelic host, singing together the unending hymn of your glory as we acclaim. Indeed, holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The time he was betrayed, he entered willingly into his passion. He took bread, said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this all of you, and eat of it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we
Therefore, we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection. We offer you, Lord, the bread of life, chalice of salvation, giving thanks you've held us worthy to be in your presence and to minister to you. Humbly we pray, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church, which is spread throughout the, spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, all the clergy, all who serve and lead your people. Remember also all of our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. And have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Saint Joseph, her blessed spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, to praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we <laughs> dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from all evil graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Kingdom Lord, you said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sin, but on the faith of your church, graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you. We offer each other some sign of Christ's peace.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter into my room. Only say the word and my soul shall be A prayer for spiritual communion for those who are joining us on live stream. Lord Jesus, through baptism, we are one in you and one in each other. We believe you are present in the blessed sacrament, the word, and the Christian community. We believe that the power of your love has no limits. For those who cannot physically be here with us, we humbly ask you through the power of your most Holy Spirit that in this act of sacred communion, we are all made stronger in our love for you and for one another. Wherever we are, we are your church, yearning through your grace to be witnesses of your kingdom in our thoughts, words, and deeds. Amen. Please join us in singing our communion hymn number 950, Take and Eat, number 950.
night and day. You are my flock, you know the shepherd's voice. You are my own, your ransom is my blood. Take and eat, take and eat. This is my body, give it drink, take and drink. This is my blood given up for you. I am the cornerstone that God has laid, a chosen stone and precious in his eyes. You are God's dwelling place on me. temple for God's praise. Take and eat, take and eat. This is my body given up for you. Take and drink, take and drink. This is my Let us together stand and let us pray. God, who bestow heavenly gifts upon your church, safeguard, we pray, the grace that you have given, that the gift of the Holy Spirit poured out upon her may retain all its force, and that this spiritual food may gain her abundance of eternal redemption. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May the blessings of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Since it's the conclusion of the Easter season, we do the sung acclamation, Alleluia, one more time. Go in the peace of Christ, Alleluia, Alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, Alleluia. Please join us in singing our recessional hymn, number 769, Go Make of All Disciples, number 769.